Welcome to another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast, featuring the almighty B-Live, the money man, Scotty D, and your host, the head of creative, Eddie Cool. And without any further ado, let's give it up for the Sports Bros. Hey, what's going on, world? This be your boy, Eddie Cool, a.k.a. the HOC, here at your favorite sports podcast, none other than the Sports Bros Podcast, and this is episode number 92. Um, I'm not going to put none of my co-hosts on the spotlight this week. Um, I was going to say it, famous number 92s. Let's see. We got Reggie White uh, and Michael Strahan. Uh, we don't, got forget, some guys- don't forget... Number 92, Tony Tolbert for the 1992 Super Bowl champion Dallas Cowboys. Ah, uh, that's right. Number 92, Tony Tolbert. And also another number. number 92, <laughs> Tony Tolbert for the 92 champions. Who? <laughs> did, did he start? Oh, yeah. He was good. <laughs> yeah, he was good. He was good. Okay. I, I, I was big. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Was, well, all right. <laughs> thanks thanks for that. that. Now, now, I was over here like, who? Like I remember a lot of names. I just know uh, Tony Tober's not one of them. The '92 Cowboys. All right, yep. the night the 1992 Cowboys. One more number '92 hockey player Michael Nylander. Um, nobody really don't know him, but that's okay. We celebrate all number '92s on this edition, the 92nd edition of the Sports Bros Podcast. Yep, those two voices you heard. I got both my co-hosts back together at the same damn time introducing first the almighty be live all right what's happening what's going on in the world today let's start off by asking um did you just call us co-hostess yeah co-hostesses with the most okay i was like um there's only one s in co well what c-o-h-o there's two s's in co-host I say I had to stop myself. Why, why are we going off tangent like this? I don't, I don't know. We just, we just started. I don't, I don't know. We don't make a damn bit of difference. It does. Oh man! All right. Well, you hear me now. I guess you can go ahead and introduce that other guy on the show. All right, and the other guy of the show, currently buried in ninety thousand feet of snow, the pride of Washington, Pennsylvania, none other than the money man, Scotty D. Oh, it's cold. It's cold here, boys. It's cold. Too much snow, too much cold. Uh, but guys, I, I do want to say, you know, today as we record, it is Martin Luther King Day. And working with my two African-American co-hosts, I w- wish you both a great day. I, I think Dr. King would be um, probably a little disappointed in the way things are going in this country right now. So you know what he would do if he were here? He'd listen to the Sports Bros podcast to get away from it all. So that's what we're going to do is... Uh, is stick to sports and have a little fun here. I just want to take a mention while you were mentioning Martin Luther King Day that I I raised a fist and realized that well um, there's no video it's just audio. <laughs> yeah. Um. But it was it was almost like it's just it's 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 an automatic thing. I was like Martin Luther King. Um. Power to the people. All right. Cool. I, but um. Yeah. Moving on. All right. I've embarrassed myself twice in <laughs> in the first five. And I didn't even have show. to do anything. No, 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 no. I'm, I'm doing, I'm doing your job for you. All right, Eddie. Cool. I digress. Made it easy. So we already got one digression and two embarrassments in less than five minutes. 
It's going to be a great podcast. Fellas, the divisional round. Why do they call it the divisional round? I, I don't understand it. Okay, we got the divisional round of the NFL playoffs. We got the Rams versus the Packers. Uh, the Packers at home, they beat the Rams 32-18. to 18. The Bills and the Ravens. The Bills defeat the Ravens 17-3. to 3. And on Sunday, we have the Kansas City Chiefs and the Cleveland Browns. Chiefs win 22-17. And another division round, the Saints and the Buccaneers. Tom Brady and them, they win by 10 at 30 and 20. I mean, 30 to 20, which which might be Drew Brees' last game in the Superdome as uh, suspected. But we're going to start at the top first. Okay, fellas, what do we think of the Ravens and the Bills game? Be live, you first. Um, that the Ravens are a completely different team without Lamar Jackson. Mm-hmm. Um, I expected this game to go like I've I've felt that the Bills were the better team, and unfortunately, we're left with Lamar Jackson still having a lot to prove. He didn't he. Just he wasn't able to display his talent again. Um, clutch time postseason, and then people are still going to question his greatness and his ability as a quarterback. As he can, like, he's starting to slip into that. Oh, he's just another Michael Vick, which at first I thought he was going to be able to overcome that shadow and that moniker, and. But I'm still even more and more at the end of the day, I'm really, really starting to believe in Josh Allen. That that kid, the way the way he's been balling this season, man, keep, right now, let's take this back. The Bills in the AFC championship game. It's I I can't wait to see it. That's oh man, it's gonna be awesome. Yes, sir. Scotty D. Yeah, this game wasn't as exciting or as fun to watch as I thought it was going to be. And I think a lot of that was weather related. Um, it was only, what, was, what did the final score end up being? 17 to 3? Is that what? Yeah, 17 yeah, 3. A very, very low scoring affair. Yeah. And I, I think I think for the Bills going forward, they got to figure out a way to run the ball a little bit more. I don't think they handed off for the first time until like four minutes left in the half, in the first half. Uh, it was all on Josh Allen, which is great, but you got to be able to run the ball. Uh, and and B-Live, as your point with Lamar Jackson, this guy's got to start being able to to scare teams more with this passing. I think he only had 30, 35, 39 yards rushing, something like that. Um, he didn't throw a touchdown pass. He threw a pick, and that was the biggest play of the game. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. you know, he was – I mean, I know they weren't really the same without him, but that that was a very small part of the game. And give that kid – what was his name? Huntley that came in. Give him yep. credit. He actually – I mean, he stood in there and, and moved them down the field pretty well for a guy who, you know, was like their fourth string quarterback and didn't get first team reps all week. So credit to that kid for for um, for for stepping in when he did. But Lamar Jackson made the mistake of the game. They were going in to possibly tie the game. And instead, he throws an interception that goes 101 yards the other way. Uh, so he, he's got to get better at throwing the ball. I think he can throw. I just think that he. I, I think he gives up on his reads too soon a lot of times. And if you're a receiver on that team, it's got to be frustrating to go out there and run routes and turn around and your quarterback's already pulled the ball down and he's, and he's moving. So I think that's something they really need to need to address if they're going to take the next step as far as 
you know, competing. He, he's he's probably the most exciting guy in the league to watch because you don't know what's going to happen when he drops back. Is he going to sling it or is he going to take off? And you can't catch him. He's like a jackrabbit out there. He, he's he's amazing, but he's got to get better at, at being able to stand in the pocket and throw in the ball. But um, the Bills, man, I tell you, they, they're, they're doing just what they have to do to win the game. I, like I said, I think that was a tough game for both teams because of the – because of the wind, the fact the wind was a huge factor in that game. I mean, look at the the, the Ravens kicker hitting both crossbars. I mean, the bill the Bills goalpost had two blocks in the first quarter. I think it was. So, oh. um, uh, but but Buffalo, man, you, you got to be happy for them. It's been since what ninety three, ninety four, something like that since they've been to a championship game. And good for them, man. They're fa- they got a they got a fan base that loves their team, and they're getting rewarded. And got a tall task next week. Um, I'm getting a little ahead of myself on that one. So, Eddie, let me sling it back to you here, buddy. Stefan, get the tables. Yeah, that's a Bills, <laughs> that's a Bills Mafia res- uh, reference for um, putting people through tables. Uh, I think Baltimore uh, – what Baltimore need is a they, – they, they need to find a big-time playmaking wide receiver. Um, if I'm them, I'm going after um, Allen Robinson or Kenny Galladay. Or somebody that can really, you know, make an impact for them in the passing game as well, too. I mean, yeah, you got Hollywood Brown, and then you got the remnants of Dez Bryant out there. But that, that the Dez Bryant now ain't the same as the Dez Bryant from a handful of years ago. So um, they really have to figure out something on um, on that side of the ball. All right, gentlemen, the game next up, we got the Packers and the Rams. Scotty D, you first. You know, no, I I really don't think there's a lot to get into when it comes to this game. The better team won. The Rams, I think of all the teams that were remaining in the playoffs this weekend, the Rams were the least – they they were the, the least talented, the worst team. You know, Goff obviously was not the same even before he hurt his thumb. So that's going to be an issue for the Rams going forward. The defense of the Rams is their strength, but they were going against – presumably the MVP in the league this week. The Packers are just a better team with the better quarterback. And I, I thought that was kind of easy to see that one coming. Well, I'm going to say this. I'm, I am a little bit disappointed. Be, simply because I go, I go from last week saying defense wins championships to the number one offense beating the number one defense um, in the NFL. I'm, but then again, it's Aaron Rodgers, and he's a bad man. Yeah. But one thing I noticed in the, um in this game is I think we may have found Jalen Ramsey's kryptonite because Devontae Adams was shaking him left and right. I'm like, wow. Just watching it live, I'm like, um, Jalen Ramsey, oh, you're looking slightly suspect out there trying to guard Devontae Adams and that right there, that's just oh to a to a Hall of Fame quarterback to see your guy just shake off the top cornerback in the league time and time again. Oh it's just too it's too They're easy. Clicking. It was too easy. They're clicking yeah. right now. That the Packers offense is clicking. So that is gonna be very interesting. They I mean they moved with ease against the number one defense. We'll see what happens in the NFC Championship. Yes, sir. Yep. They um, Aaron Rodgers completed passes to one, two, three, four, five, six different receivers, including um 
Marquez Valdez Scantling. He didn't drop something for the first time in forever. <laughs> then we got to see, and then we got to see uh, the guy that was on B Live team, fantasy football team uh, this season, Alan Lazard, and Equiminius Saint Brown. Yes, yes we have an Equiminius sighting. Did he have a catch? I didn't see him once. Did, did he have a yep. catch this weekend? Yes, sir. Did he, he had one catch. <laughs> one catch for twenty-seven yards. Okay, all right. Good for him. Yeah, but Equiminius Saint Brown, and you know Aaron Jones did what he did best. And um, yeah, Aaron Rodgers is just on fire. So it, 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 it fellas, was was this game a kind of was this game another bring on the water moment? Yep. Yeah. It, it, again, like I said last week, I said defense wins championships, but the I mean, if you really just I, I don't I don't have too many words really. We just. Green Bay is just that much Yeah, and, and keep in mind, too, man, I, I, I know I mentioned this before, but in the past, there's always been the top two teams had bye weeks, and this, this year, only two teams, the, the Chiefs and the Packers. Typically, those teams move on. You know, I, I think the Rams were banged up a little bit. You know, it, it's that's a, a tired, beat-up team, and they're going on against a team that's the superior team with, oh, you know, the extra week's rest. So uh, I didn't think that was that difficult to see that one coming. No, not really. Not at all. All right, fellas, moving on to Sunday. Here we go. We got the Cleveland Browns and the Kansas City Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs win 22, Browns 17. Fellas, what do we think about that game? You first be live. Hmm. I think that it is time for the NFL to review the fumble out of the end zone being a touchback. Mm. I really just because in other instances, if the offense, if if I'm not mistaken, help me out with this rule. Help me out with a fumble. Okay. Because if, like, if you're in the regular field and the ball is fumbled forward and the offense recovers it, you don't get those extra yards. Yeah. Oh yeah. Think, yeah. Right. Yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. You you get the extra yards. Yeah, but I think I think if you fumbled into the end, uh, how, how's the rule? The, only the guy that that fumbled it can recover it. I think if it's in like the last two minutes of a game, if he fumbles it forward to the end zone, it's, it's something like that. Don't I, again. I, I'm not I'm okay. not a hundred percent on that rule, but there's something to that effect. Something silly, probably. But it's also like you fumble it out of bounds. Dolphins that, has to that's keep the ball, true. but if yes. you fumble it, yeah. If you fumble it out of bounds in the end zone, the other team gets it for see the other other team gets a yeah. touchback. What? Yeah, I I, I kind of I've heard this debate before, and I kind of agree with you. I think. So yeah, I just I just think it's time. To, I think it's time to review that because I mean, red zone um red zone t- turnovers is the second time we're mentioning that are detrimental that you you've driven all the way down the field you get that close to you were literally a pinky toenail i, I was about to say something that was inappropriate follicle um, <laughs> <laughs> i really was i said oh i cannot say that on the air i don't think um but they were that close to and then for the fumble out of bounds as opposed to fumbling, I mean, fumbling in the end zone for a touchback, as opposed to fumbling, nobody recovers it, and you get the ball at the one-yard the one yard line. And on top of that, how they missed that helmet-to-helmet 
it glaring helmet to helmet hit. Yeah. So I hate the fact that it came down to officiating. I just feel like that was sort of deflating to the, to the Browns. And yes, I still think that um, Kansas City is the better team, but man, the, for the Browns to have that, make it a five point game and to have that turnover that's very questionable at best. Man, yeah, that was a, that was a, uh, that ended up turned out to be a huge play in that game because I think it was sixteen to three at the time he fumbled, and it was uh, Rashard Higgins was the was the was the kid that fumbled, and that's one of those things, man. He wasn't being careless with the ball or anything. He was trying to make a play. He was trying to score. You know, that's not that wasn't something stupid that happened where he made a mental error or anything. He was he was going for it. But I agree that why does the other team get rewarded by getting the ball? I mean, if if they don't recover. I think maybe the rule should be you get the ball back on the 20. Or maybe your punishment is that you get, you get to push the ball back to the 20, but if the other team doesn't recover it, yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't know. Well, that was slightly ridiculous, but I would say give them the, give the offense the ball back. Cause again, there was no right, recovery. Yeah. It just like, and if you fumble it out of bounds, it doesn't move forward or anything. It just goes back to the point of where you fumble the for for progress of you when you control the ball. So why is it a complete turnover when nobody rec- um, recovered the ball? I don't know. Yeah, yeah, that, but but nonetheless, that is the way the rule was currently set up, and that was a that was a big one because instead of being down sixteen to ten at that point, Kansas City gets the ball and goes down and makes it nineteen to three at the half. Second half, they only scored three points. Cleveland made a, a, a huge comeback, and obviously the big uh, injury to Mahomes was a huge turning point of that game. Um, Baker Mayfield played okay. I mean, he had one interception. He had a touchdown, but to me, he looked like you know he was he, he looked like he belonged there. You know, I, I didn't I didn't see him as much as the game manager trying not to lose for his team in that game as I did early in the year. But the, the Browns are another team. Like I was talking about with the Rams earlier, the, the Browns were really banged up too. Their offensive line was was all kind of messed up. Um, you know, it's again they were a team that was in must win mode for several weeks, and you know had to lay it out on the line. Kansas City's been resting for a couple weeks, which surprisingly they've got a little bit of injury problems too. I guess we'll get into that here in a, in a few minutes as we talk about. Um, what's going on next week, but they've got a little bit of injury problems as well, but um, go ahead, Eddie. I, I know we have another game to talk about here before we move on. And the grand finale of the divisional round, we have the Tampa Bay Buccaneers and the New Orleans Saints in the 5-0-4, and the Bucs win 30-20. to Scotty D, what's your take on this game between two of the old dudes? Kind of funny. I don't know if you guys saw the graphic on one of the networks showed before the game, but in the NFC, the youngest quarterback was Jared Goff at age 27, and in the AFC, the oldest quarterback was Mahomes at age 25. I thought that was kind of kind of interesting that all the old dudes were in the NFC. I think the old dude thing showed a little bit with Breeze, and I told you guys. I mean, I'm not doing a whole "I told you so," but you know, we were we were doing our predictions, and I kept saying I I was waiting for the Saints annual heartbreak and that's that's the only reason I didn't pick them to win this game is because I thought that something crazy was going to happen and it kind of did to the tune of three turnovers and the hugest one in this game was actually a fumble I, I believe they were up 20 to 13 driving had a fumble that went the other way 
Brady throws a touchdown pass to Fournette. Then they get the ball back, drive the field again. Brady completes two big third down to guys who combined for two catches on the day. One was Scotty Miller. And I forget the, the other young man who made that great turning catch on that third and five on the sideline. But um, then when Breeze tried to make his comeback, it looked to me like like he just didn't have the arm strength. It, it looks to me like Breeze needs to be done. I mean, I, I love the guy. I've enjoyed his career. I've, I've loved watching him. I think he's been a class act and a, and a great player, but I just think his tank is just about empty. Kind of the way we were talking about uh, Big Ben last week. Be live. What say you on that? It does not do a forty-plus-year-old quarterback deep into the season, into the playoffs, to not complete one pass to you. Yeah, very strange. Very. <laughs> Michael Thomas. Goose egg. Have you? He's on the side of a milk carton right now because he did not show up. I mean, that just doesn't help Drew Brees at all. Because that's his go to. That is the that that's your confidence builder. I know I can get the ball to Michael Thomas because literally he's led the league in. Well, he, he was hurt this year. But the la- last year, he just had all the receptions. It was ridiculous. Like, they were counting how many. Did, did he actually break the record for receptions? He did. Like, I, w- I want to say, yeah, he well, he's, the, he's the NFL record holder for receptions. So, yeah, zero. Yeah, that does not, um, does not help. And when you, have, when you draw up a trick play for Jameis Winston, your backup quarterback, to throw a touchdown to sort of get the game moving is also not necessarily a good thing. It it helps it to trickery and change momentum. But if that ends up having to be your go to because you really you're not clicking as an offense, they looked out that, of sync, didn't they? Yeah, they looked out of sync. So well, Tom Brady moves on again and. Another championship and another championship from week one. Where are all the Brady hating memes? I, you know, week one, Brady was done, his career was over, he was crying. Yeah, and they, here he is in the championship. Yeah, they said Tom Edward Gerald Fritz Gerald the third Brady was over with. They were trying to write him off. I thought about writing him off, but I'm like, look, it's only one game into the season, and then he came back with a vengeance. Oh. I, I wrote him off because I don't Play like him. <laughs> like you, you, Tom Brady. Here's the thing. Here's I've always been an underdog fan my entire life. I just never liked the kid that just has everything. And Tom Brady has freaking everything. I guess I'm sounding like a yeah, just a little you bit. Do. Just a little bit. He's got he's got the beautiful wife. He's just got that. Like that cookie cutter, just look great head of hair that wants to make me just want to punch him in the (laughs) face. And now he's on his way to this is now what his 14th, 14th, yeah, 14th conference championship, first in the NFC. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, maybe my haterism and my haterade sipping self just uh, the greatest of all time. Tom Brady. Uh, and, and a lot of guys it. were saying he was a system quarterback in New England. I guess he took the system with him. I, I look at it like this. Bill Belichick is at home. 
making golf reservations to go to Myrtle Beach. <laughs> Tom Brady is getting ready to play in a 14th conference championship game with a possible shot to be the first team in the history of the NFL to have a home game at the site of the freaking Super Bowl. You know, that's, that's a big deal. That's a big deal. And it's kind of classic case of who needs who? We're going to find out. No, you know what? No, no. Stop, 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 stop it. No, no. You know what? Tom Brady went from Bill Belichick to Bruce Arians. Really not that much of a drop-off. It's the coaching. Bruce Arians gets my credit. I That stuff about Tom Brady being the greatest of all time, all that other stuff I said, you can just edit that out of the podcast. No, it's Bruce Arians. <laughs> He's my dude. It's the coach. It's the coach. <laughs> B-Live said it's the damn coach. It's, it's, it's not, I'm saying it's not that much of a drop-off. Bruce Arians is that yep. dude. And he can wear the heck out of a fedora. Yeah, he can. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, and but in all those games, it came down to the turnovers. I mean, you you, you know, yep. like I said, Lamar Jackson threw, was about to tie the game. He threw a turnover that turned into a touch on the opposite way. Saints were trying to ice the game; they turned it over. And when Brees trying to come back, he turns it over. The Browns, if they don't fumble through the end zone and turn it over, maybe that's a different ball game. The turnovers were the were the difference in this weekend. Yes, that is that is a very good takeaway, kind of. Yeah, turnovers will get you, man. Turn you guys are wild. Turn turn turnovers will get you. Turn down for what? We are getting along very good on King Day. This is a, a peaceful podcast. What in the world's going on? Maybe I need maybe I need MLK Day to happen three times out of the month. What in the hell is going on? We are getting along. You you guys been drinking water or you got some fun juice or what the hell's going on? I mean, am I invited to the party? Oh man, this this just feels good. good I don't know good, why. Good. Uh, Devin White had an interesting comment uh, during the post game interview. Um, he asked uh, defensive coordinator Todd Bowles. He said, "Coach, what do we look like?" He said, "Y'all look like a bunch of MFs is about to win the game and find a way to win. That's <laughs> what you look like." I was like, "Okay, Todd Bowles. Somebody get Todd Bowles a job. Like he got a raw deal in New York, but get Todd, somebody get Todd Bowles a job, man. If he." Can motivate those guys like that, man. Yeah, Devin White had a stellar game. Uh, Ten tackles uh, and an interception. Um, yep. And so next week, fellas, next week, guess what we got? We got the conference championships. For the NFC, we got Green Bay and Tampa Bay. Tampa Bay. Oh, Battle of the Bays. Scotty D. What, what did Chris Burm used to call this? Uh, Bay of Pigs? <laughs> I can't remember. Bay of Pigs. Yeah, something the bat. Wait, wait, see, Eddie Koo, you did it again. You got to prepare <laughs> yeah. us for the <laughs> said, You said that with confidence, like Scott just knew that off rip. No, Scott, no. Scott, 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 he's a trivia guy. You see what I'm saying? Like, that's why I went to him. I'm like, all right, he got this. <laughs> I yeah. failed you on that one. But I, he, maybe he did say, I can't remember. Berman used to have a lot of things to say. I can't keep track of all his stuff, but. Yeah, Battle of the Bays or something like that. Yeah, uh, yeah so, um, Tom Brady and them, they got to go to very, very cold Green Bay, Wisconsin. And let me tell you, uh, Wisconsin in January ain't a place you want to be. Trust me, I know I was there last year. Mm -mm, mm -mm, mm -mm. You don't want to be there. You don't want to be there. All right. Well, thank, um, thank you, Google. But, um, Scotty D, you were absolutely right. The Bay of Pigs? 
They coined the fake. The fake pigs. Ding, 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 ding. Yes. So, boom, he was spot on. Keep him coming, Eddie Cool. Keep him coming. There we go. He can't catch. You can't catch the money man. Slim slipping. He don't care. He don't care if he is on a thousand feet of snow. I'll find that answer. <laughs> nice. I'll find that answer. All right, fellas, and over in the American Football Conference, we got the Kansas City Chiefs. They play host to the Buffalo Bills. All right, fellas, here we go. Who do we think is going to? Who's we think is going to punch that ticket to go to this year's Super Bowl? Uh, in the NFC, who you guys got today? Well, I. I... At the beginning of the playoffs, I, I recognized that Green Bay was playing at a very high level, and I said they look good enough to beat Kansas City, and I'm going to stick with that. I'm, I'm still saying Green Bay is going to win the whole thing. So I, I think uh, I think Tom Brady's won his last game of the season. I, I think it's a tall task for him to play again without, like I said, he doesn't he didn't have the bye week, and I think he's um, – I think he's going to run into some problems up there throwing the cold football. Not like he's not used to it, but I just think Aaron Rodgers is playing at an incredibly high level right now, and I think this is Green Bay's year. Be live. I'm going to say um, simply this. This season should be dedicated to Jordan Love. <laughs> the inspiration. Because if, 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 he, if he did not become the biggest chip <laughs> on somebody's shoulder I have ever seen. Interesting <laughs> strategy. Aaron Rodgers, all, like <laughs> it just it's like, hmm, that that sort of worked out. That us um picking a quarterback and a replacement for our Hall of Fame quarterback uh, that might have just sparked a little bit of a fire. Yes, Green Bay will beat Tampa Bay. I'm not all the way there with. Um, Green Bay being able to beat Kansas City, I'm, again, I think we're both riding off. The, we, we will get there in just a second. But the way I feel about Green Bay has dramatically changed from the beginning of the season. They are a very capable football team. Because I, I, at first, when, when we started off the season, Green Bay didn't have any weapons. We were all talking about the fact that they still haven't drafted a first-round wide receiver. That, and I thought that was a, what they needed this, um, the coming into this year. And But Aaron Rodgers will find a way. Devontae Adams is Devontae Adams. Alan Zarr is coming up. He's, up. he's up and coming. He could be a number one wide receiver for plenty of teams. Scantling, Jesus Christ, oh, in, in uh, a <laughs> dropsies, and a equanimous, <laughs> and, and and the rest of his family with the it, okay, listeners, Google the Saint Brown family, Google equanimous Saint Brown, and that actually will list his siblings and just look at the names. I'm telling you, you are welcome it, in advance. All right, you, cool. you you thought the um. You, you thought the Tiger King was something. It's not as bad as the Tiger King, but it's uh, the St. Browns, they're an interesting family. And we <laughs> and that's all I got to say about that. All right, fellas. So, so we agree uh, Green Bay. Green Bay is going to the Super Bowl representing the NFC. In the AFC, we got the Kansas City Chiefs and uh, the Buffalo Bills. Who we got, fellas? It's you, Scotty D. I'm changing my mind on this one. I think Buffalo is pulling the upset. Or? Yeah, I, I think I, 
yeah, record scratch? Just because, you know, like I said, Kansas City in the first half yesterday looked like they flipped the switch, but yet they were settling for field goals. They didn't completely flip the switch. I think they're a little banged up. You know, they don't have uh, Sammy Watkins. They don't have Edwards Elaire. For some reason, Le'Veon Bell only carried twice for six yards. Um, coming into this week, their cornerback Breland's hurt, not to mention Patrick Mahomes. Now, he got the concussion. They're they're expecting him to be recovered enough for that. They say he's, he's doing pretty well. But he also hurt his toe, and that – he was he was laboring pretty good on that toe in the first half before you know before he went out. So is that going to be a factor in his mobility? Buffalo to me just looks like they're clicking. Now I know they they're they're without Moss they're running back and their running has been suspect. Obviously the last the last couple weeks they got T.J. Yeldon in there who wasn't even on the team a month ago I think. Who um, right? T.J. Yeldon was is suiting up. I just I just think Kansas City has looked beatable. We'll just say that. I just think they can be beat. Now, if they go out there and blow Buffalo out by 28 points, that that won't shock me either. But I don't think it's going to happen. I'm going to I'm going to ride the momentum that Buffalo's carrying right now. Be like. Uh, I'm 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 I like your I like your argument, Scotty D. I'm 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 with it. I just still feel like I've seen Kansas City even when they're when they're down, they will find ways to win games. And that that right there is just a that's the textbook definition of greatness. Even when you're down, they, they will find a way. The grit, the resolve, the I mean just the creativity. And it, but I've also seen Andy Reid find ways to lose games in the past too. And that was kind of a shaky finish on Sunday. Yeah. <laughs> It could it could it could have went bad. It could really could have went bad. Three, but you know, it, uh, you know, first down on third and fourteen, practically runs for thirteen and a half yards. I mean, get a stop there, Cleveland. That game could have gone completely different if they can just stop Chad Henney from running for thirteen and a half yards and then throwing for uh, a first down on fourth on fourth and in a half of half a yard. I I, I think Andy Reid in the past has made some gaffes. And I think he's gotten away with some stuff the last couple of years. Not that he's not a great coach, but he's still Andy Reid. Uh, hey, it can happen. Fellas, just to let you know, anything is possible. Anything is possible. Oh, dear. Oh, dear God. Oh, that just, that just hurt. That hurt. That hurt me to the core. Wow. We, we, we have such cohesion that you come with that. <laughs> but I want to say this. What Sky D, I want you to answer this. What's the difference between a gaff and well, genius? Timing, what, I guess. Things that work and things that don't. Yeah. So, because all I've seen throughout all the all the commentary, all the analysts, they said that that was a genius play. That fourth and one, what was a it play was. action pass? It, it was. went for the ice. It went for it the was ice it worked. game. It, and it everybody said it worked. Genius. That's right. Because yeah. So I don't know. I just I just like the way Kansas City just they find ways to win games. And this thing, Andy Reid, yes, has found ways to lose games in the past. And I think that also goes into play with Philadelphia. And it's, it's just mm. whatever. But right now, um, and this was also brought up um when I was doing my little morning watching of 
sports. His his what offense coordinator, defense coordinator, and a couple other lead assistants um on MLK Day, brothers. And I think they'll keep him from just, you know, you know, keep him in line <laughs> from making those gaffes come 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 in the AFC championship. And it's gonna be Kansas City Green Bay Super Bowl. Yeah, I mean that's what I've been saying all along, but I just this Mahomes getting banged up thing, it, it bothers me a little bit. I mean, even if he plays next week, he he might we don't know he might still be a little woozy in the game planning part. I mean, he might be a little foggy, so we'll see. That's 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 why I'm going that way. I want to I want to pull up because we we discussed it a few episodes back was who was going to be the team to stop Kansas City, and I will say like at at the end of the day. The Bills aren't yeah. equipped for it. So if it is, and it, it's also the last chance for the AFC to stop Kansas City. But yeah, it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a. I think it's gonna be a close game. It's definitely not gonna be a twenty-eight point blowout. I think. I think Bills get catch the lead early. I say they're up by ten, and then third quarter, Kansas City just starts being Kansas City again. And they they win by three. I, I hope they win by. I, I hope we see Kansas something like that. I hope we see two good games on on Sunday. You know, I I don't want to see blowouts. I I love this time of year watching good football games. Yep. All right. So let's see. That leaves me Eddie Cool. I'm going to pick um, Uncle Max's favorite team and Kerry Lockmanek's favorite team, the Green Bay Packers, represent the NFC because. Uh, it's cold. It's a big temp- uh, t- temperature differential between Tampa Bay and Green Bay. And Kansas City, they're going to find a way to win. They'll find a way to win. So, um, yeah, my prediction for the Super Bowl, Green Bay and Kansas City. Scotty D, who are you picking for the Super I'm Bowl? I'm going Bills and Pack. Be live. Kansas City and Green right. Bay. Yep. Well, fellas, guess what? Um not too long from now, we'll probably be 100 episodes in, and we'll be near the Super Bowl, fellas. Wow, near the Super Bowl. Uh, two weeks of coverage. Um, spoiler alert, just to let you know, we here at Sports Bowls Podcast, we ain't going to be talking about football for two whole weeks. Just going to put it out there right now. Just when, when, the, when the games happen or a couple of days before the game, we might talk about it. But we ain't, we ain't finna spend no 14 days talking about the damn Super Bowl. <laughs> Are you serious? This is this is the opportune time because the games that now there's only two there's only three more games of football yep. to talk about. Like uh, again, we we've we've talked at length, but yeah, we're gonna we're gonna throw in a couple more sports. You know, this is starting to come into the thick of college basketball, hockey, NBA. We're gonna we're gonna switch it up a yep. little. Bit. And before we switch up a little bit, fellas, guess what? Some guys got some jobs. Yes, some uh, NFL coaching vacancies have been filled. Uh, not by any of us or any of our listeners from the Choices of the Voices section ne- next week, or from last week. Um, Scotty D's pick to go to the Jaguars. Urban Meyer, yep, he gets the job. Uh, the Chargers, they get Brandon Staley. Yeah, who? don't know. Yep. Uh, the Falcons get some another dude named Arthur. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, Arthur Smith. Uh, Detroit. And Philly are still vacant, and Houston's still vacant too. And the Jets get Robert Saleh as well 
two. All right, fellas. So we have a few coaching vacancies left and some filled up. Urban Myers to the Jags. Are we surprised? I'm I'm a little surprised because it's always been his health has always been a concern. That's why he left Ohio State was because of his health. Now you take on a NFL job. You okay, let me make sure, let me make this perfectly clear. Urban Meyer, you have one job. That's one job. Take care of my boy, Trevor Lawrence. That's all. Just make sure he has a good career. Start him off right, and, and you ain't got to worry about nothing from me. You start him off wrong, we, we, I'm, I'll, I'll make the trip to Jacksonville. We'll, we'll talk about it. I said what I said on the air. All roads lead to Dabo. All right, Scotty D. You, of course, you're not surprised by Urban Meyer. You think it's good, horrible, good uh, hire, bad? No, hire, as I what? said last week, I think it's a bad hire, and it's the the fact that he's he's had the health problems. He's not been in an been an NFL guy. He's already talking about hiring Scott Linehan. That was the Cowboys trash that we took out a couple seasons ago. <laughs> you know, <laughs> took that trash out. He's gonna go recycle it. So, <laughs> Not, no, I don't think that's going to be a good hire. I don't think he's going to be like a long-term guy. I think he'll be there two, maybe three years. Um, I, the the one I'm waiting to see is there's still what two vacancies left? Houston and Philly. Is that is that correct? Three, uh, three. Detroit, Houston. I told you know about. I think go Detroit's going to Detroit, hire Houston Dan Campbell. I think. Yep. Yeah, I think they're going to hire Dan that Campbell. Looks close to and, being and, done. And so I think that's going to leave mm-hmm. Philly and Houston. And it just makes me wonder, one of those guys going to grab up Eric Bieniemy? He was the guy that everyone said was the hot candidate. Um, I think Philly's got a chance. I think Philly's also going to interview Josh McDaniels, but I think Philly may end up taking Eric Bieniemy. Oh, Lord. Josh McDaniels, the guy that dresses like a 12-year-old and walks funny? Yeah. The guy that balks at jobs? Man, look, he better stay on that Bill Belichick train for as long as he can because uh, I wouldn't touch him with a 10-foot pole. Where both well, might, now might be the time to bail on that Patriots mm-hmm. vote. But, but, the, but yeah. the Philly job seems like a mess right now. I mean, I, you know, I, I don't know. Um, I, I've also heard th- that uh, Jeffrey Lurie wants to interview a lot of candidates just to get a lot of input to see what would you do the you know to the to the experts out there about the Carson Wentz um, Jalen Hurts situation. So that 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 seat's still open, and I I think I don't know. I you know m- maybe these last couple of years has worked against Eric Bieniemy that the Chiefs are playing so late into the you, you know they're 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 still playing while these other guys are coming available. I know he's done the interviews and heard he did them well. Uh, we'll see. We'll see. Really I think bites. I think you I think. Yeah, I think Houston was talking about um. If Houston's smart, they just hire him right now because they, they got a problem with their quarterback down there. They got a Ooh. big problem. Um, I would. I'm just. I'm going to put this out there. I would not mind um, Deshaun Watson. Um, in a <laughs> looks, looks good to me. Just, I love it. I'm just saying. I I would not. Add, okay, and let me also say, let me say this real quick. I'm sorry. To because I'm I'm part of a couple Carolina Panther groups on Facebook. Stop trying to trade away Christian McCaffrey. What are you? That, stop it. Oh, I, I I don't know. Oh God, it hurt. Like I think why? the Panthers should trade Christian McCaffrey. Why? Why would you? Oh, 
he want to get beat up. God, I don't, I don't. I get it. I get it because because of simple because of the simple fact that the having both of those contracts it would it would would be hurtful to and a you're in a rebuild. Cap. You're in a rebuild, but oh, man. you need picks. If if someone's willing to take that contract, uh, you deal it. I mean, that's the way you got to go. You can get other running backs if you're in a rebuild. Why pay one guy whenever you're not going to win yet anyway? You, you got to start with – I think Carolina's got to start with quarterback. We're getting a little off track here, but anyway, that's that's kind of kind of how I feel. <laughs> well, we'll, well, we'll we'll cover most of this in our exactly, season exactly. and what need and what need to be done to all 32 teams in the NFL. Hey, what? fellas, guess What's what? on, Eddie Cool? It's time for our favorite part of the show. And with that being said, your button. Hit it. And now, our favorite part of the show, the choices of the voices. Once again, thank you to the wonderful and ever so lovely Miss Button for her introducing the favorite portion of our of our show. Us, us, we, we, the sports bros, the almighty B-Live, the HOC Eddie Cool, the money man Scotty D, us, us tree, and then y'all too, the choices of the voices segments. We ask the question, you give us the answers, we talk about it, we're going to pick at you, just let you know, if you come here with some foolishness, we're going to get you for real, okay, we're going to get you for real, I think I purposely skipped over some foolishness, I wish I would have included it, but guess what, we're neither here nor there, and with that being said, before I run out of breath again, Scotty D, <laughs> what's the uh, question for this week's Choices of the Voices? All right, the question I asked was, who is the best current quarterback in the NFL to have not won a Super Bowl ring. I know a couple people got confused and they were throwing out like some of the the Warren Moon, Dan Marino answers, but it was asking who is playing currently in the NFL without a ring, best quarterback. And actually, before I give it back to you, Eddie, I wanted to mention I got a private message from the the man that's been missing lately, and that's Matty Ice. Matty Ice. Hey, Matty Ice. Matty Ice has been in Facebook jail, evidently. Uh, <laughs> hard to believe that that would happen, but he said he's been in Facebook jail, and uh, so he hasn't been able to to get to us. But he assured us he's still still checking us out. But he wanted me to say that Philip Rivers is the answer to this question, and that's because when he was playing in San Diego, the Patriots kept eliminating him. So is a little little way to get his Patriots back on the map here. But Matty Ice goes with Phillip Rivers, and I'm going to swing it back to you, Eddie Cool. I just want to give Matty a shout-out. Free Matty Ice. Free Matty Ice. Free Matty Ice. <laughs> yeah, we can't censor sports, but it's Matty Ice. Free, damn it, free Matty. We got to put some money on his books or something, on his virtual books. Right, or right. What, what's your bit, Bitcoin. Yeah, Bitcoin. <laughs> what, what's, your, what's, your, what's your cash app? I'll, I'll toss you enough money to go to the store, get you a pack of nabs. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> right. Yeah, shout out to the pack of nabs. Uh, wonderful. All right, here we go. Clinton Williams. What's going on, Clinton? I think it's the first time we've uh, had Clinton Williams up in here. Uh, Clint Williams, he said Mitch Trubisky, but it was it'd be, it'd, it'd be the last time we have him <laughs> on here with that <laughs> the penalty box. <laughs> but I, but um, did he was he um, did he have some jokes? It was a sarcastic gif that says, yeah. I'm not uh, I'm not that good, <laughs> <laughs> but it was funny though. So, uh, shout out to Clayton Williams for the haha. Paul Odom, he said Cam Newton. Now the only problem I have is this is this is this is sort of fanboy of me. The only problem I have with that answer is simply 
Ah, not current Cam Newton, but 2015 Cam Newton's what I feel like that's because I've there's a few people that mentioned Cam. Mm-hmm. I just um, Sky D, help me out, help me out real quick, help me out with the question like in its context. Well, I, I would I would say that if you're evaluating on a career, it's it's kind of your own interpretation of it. It's somebody that the guy that's in the league playing. That's in the league. Doesn't you have to? You could say Matt Schaub. He was on a roster this year. If that's so, that is who you're so inclined to choose. But um, it, it doesn't have to be the current version. You can because like Matty Ice picked Philip Rivers. Obviously, this version this year was not as good as the same guy was ten years ago. But that you know, it's kind of your own own evaluation of it. Gotcha, gotcha. All right, all right. Just, so, yeah, um, Cam Newton. I mean, right, I think cool. Cam Newton's a very fair answer. A guy who was a former league yeah. MVP, and he's right there in the Super Bowl. So, I, I you know, I, I would say that's a pretty good answer. Yep, that's a pretty good answer. All right, Paul Odom. Yeah, Cam Newton. Yep, that's a good one. Trey Dizzle. He got any forces this week? I bet he does. Uh, He did say Tony Romo, but then and then he got <laughs> – and then but then Scotty D had to rewrite him back to the highway. <laughs> <laughs> Now, not today, not yesterday, today, not yesterday. Uh, he said, right now in the league, the answer is one thousand million, you know, a bunch of doggone zeros percents. Philip Rivers. If that guy had been on a real team like Pittsburgh, New England, Green Bay, he'd have multiple rings easily. He got stuck with so many terrible coaches and assistants, but still put up some insane numbers for a while. Man, uh, Philip Rivers was top five. Philip Rivers to me felt I always I always felt like he was Tony Romo West because he was another guy who was a super talented quarterback and had some just bad coaching. He suffered through North Turner for a few years for crying out loud. God's sakes. Well, of all people, <laughs> North Turner. Oh boy. I'm 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 inclined to agree. Cause he 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 it was like the perfect storm of just wrong. Like, and not only having to face freaking New England time and time again, just like, I mean, there probably in the mix, there were probably some good Bills and Jets teams. I'm just speaking just on other teams in the AFC that had to face New England every year. Yeah. And so that that was definitely one thing. And, yeah, the, the coaching carousel for the San Diego's, Superchargers, yeah, it was it was rough for him, you know? and he has put up numbers. Now, I, I will ask this for the fellas real quick, quick, quick question: Hall of Fame, Philip? Yes, yeah, put him in there. Uh, yes, all uh, right, cool. Put 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 him put him in there because I mean, look what he did with Antonio Gates. Like what? I forgot like a hundred plus like touchdown receptions. Oh yeah, oh yeah, that yeah, yeah. So they they they're both going in him and Gates both. Uh, not to mention also in that division at the time, um, Kansas City they weren't all that good, but they always played tough. And not to mention having you know playing them twice a year and then playing Denver twice a year, the Raiders and eh, not so much. Yeah, he was a uh, kind of like a, a, a victim of circumstance, uh, if you want to say that. Moving right along, we got the only person to redeem themselves and get up out the penalty box, the one, the only, the legendary Jana Clem, and she said Cam Newton. So that's two for Cam. Nice. All right, that- yeah, that's yeah, it's pretty much um, on the same lines with Paul and just, he has 
he's had a great career, just unfortunate. Carolina did him dirty, mm. and he's, he's a shell of a former self. But he was he he was a former MVP, and oh man, I missed that year so much. Sorry, my bad. Fanboy, yeah, came back to me again. All right, that was a great year, though. That was a great year. Uncle Max, he said, "How about Matthew Stafford?" He said, "I hope he finds a good home next year." I th- I think he's a lot like Philip Rivers, a guy who puts up numbers. Yeah, just not a great organization. <laughs> a horrible organization. Carousel. I mean, Could- yeah, I, I I think all the tools are there for Stafford. Now I'm sure he, you know. I think he has to take some responsibility for them not getting to a next level, but he's had a carousel of coaches, running backs, uh, receivers. I mean, it's just never been any stability there. So, Quick quick, quick question, because of my brain. Because Matt Stafford was also the last big money quarterback. Mm-hmm. Mr. Guaranteed. Last yep. uh, num- n- number number one draft pick. But, um, that big, what was it, $70 million he got? Yeah, didn't, but, didn't uh, he get like, what, $50 million of it up front or something like that? Yeah, some ridiculous, oh. and then Cam Cam Newton got drafted a year after at a discount. Thank you. All right. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but um, yeah, I can't remember. Did Matt Stafford was? Did he have the luxury of Calvin? He Johnson? did. Yeah. Yes, he, he sure did. Whew. Yeah, he had nine years of Megatron. Man, oh man. Yeah, nine years of Megatron. Only thing they had to do was go zero and sixteen, and then draft Matt Stafford. That's all they had to do. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, another tough one. Jeff Seibert, he says, once again, we got another one from Matt Stafford, another one from Phillip Rivers, and another one from Cam from five years ago. So he said Stafford, Rivers, and Cam Newton. Okay. Trend continues. Uh, yep. yep. The trend continues. Uh, and speaking of foolishness, uh, we got another <laughs> We got another dose of foolishness. We got Craig Burns talking about some damn Jimmy Garoppolo, but he'll get one with the Pats next year. Craig, put the phone down. Put the liquor down. <laughs> Back away. They got rid of his ass for a reason. You see how this is working out in San Francisco? We know the defense got to the Super Bowl last year. And what is he doing now? The boy can't even stay healthy. Well, I mean, I, I think you're bashing um, Jimmy G a little bit because, I mean, he has had a, like, as a starting quarterback, he has a pretty good record. And the reason why he got shipped out of New England wasn't because of his play. It was the fact that he was threatening the threatening the goat. Like Bill Belichick wanted Bill Belichick wanted to move from Tom Brady to Jimmy G. And Robert Kraft said, um, no, that's not happening. Jimmy G shipped off. That was that that wasn't because of his play. That that was the that was the beginning of the end of the New England Patriots franchise that now sees all their quarterbacks gone and had to pick up um, Cam Newton on the on the mend at cheap, and that did not work out unfortunately. But yeah, I, I, not he's definitely not the greatest quarterback to not win a Super Bowl. Let's yeah, let's be let's be perfectly honest with that. All right, move right along. We got some more foolishness. Three times of foolishness, these big fellas. Um, Brian Early with some more foolishness. He said Trace McSorley. <laughs> Steeler fan, <laughs> having a little fun with us. Yeah, having a little fun. Trace McSorley. Yeah, I, I think he got a TikTok song named Marathon or something <laughs> like that. Yeah. Is he, is he the heir apparent yeah. in Pittsburgh, though? No, you mean Baltimore. Oh. No. 
Yeah. That that I've, I I didn't even know where I if I remember correctly he played that's in Tennessee, correct. Yeah. Right. Okay. Yeah, you talking about Pittsburgh? You talking about Mason Rudolph and uh Duck Dodgers and the forty four. Oh, that's but. You mentioned is is he a, he's a Steeler fan and probably a Penn State. He's fan a Steeler. Uh, Brian Early is a Steeler fan and a yeah. Pitt Panther fan. Ah, okay. Oh, okay. So he just threw Trace McSorley out there just for S and G. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> just, just, and pen, uh, penalty box. He did it just as <laughs> he did it so he could tell all his friends, "Hey guys, they said my name on Sports <laughs> Podcast. Look me up, episode ninety two. Hey." Your wish has been granted, Brian Early. Bri- Appreciate it. Brian Early was my partner driving me around in the UPS truck the last couple of months. A big shout out to Brian Early. Hey, shout out to Brian Early, the working man. Scotty D got another one. Got another listen to the Sports Bulls podcast. Brian, enjoy the experience. Enjoy the experience. Oh, man. Back like the Mac. We got Rodney Bellamy. He said, Philip Rivers, and I hate to say it, uh, but that young gun up in Buffalo, Josh Allen. That that answer could change here in a couple weeks. That could it it could change, yep. but also I'm that that right there is not a bad answer. I think a little early you, on it. Like, I think it's a little early. Yeah. You think you think early yeah. like because what is Josh Allen's ceiling right? Well, now? that's the thing. That's the thing. Right he, now he's, he's come a long way. But, he's improved a ton. But out of three seasons, this, this, this has been his only one that's been really remarkable. Best season, uh, uh, but I think, but I think that's what Rodney's okay. alluding to. Like he's he's alluding to the best current quarterback that hey, hasn't I, won a Super I Bowl. I agree. I can. I mean, I can. I can understand that. Mm-hmm. No, I'm. 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 I'll allow yeah. it. All right. It'll be. It'll be <laughs> nice to see where Josh Allen finishes in the MVP voting. Three. Yeah, yeah. It number three. He'll be. He'll be. He'll be third. It'll be um what what that boy named Aaron Rodgers Aaron Rodgers <laughs> be maybe Der- maybe yeah, Derek Josh Allen might be up in there we'll see he'll be, he'll be he'll be a strong fourth he'll be a strong fourth hell who knows Devontae Adams I don't know at this point uh farther down the list we got another newcomer uh Mike Leno he said Philip Rivers not even close all right all right Philip Rivers is getting some love in here. Since he can't win the Super Bowl. <laughs> All right. The hard luck kid, Phillip Rivers. All right, so here we go. Uh, we got Rick Bryan, Deshaun Watson, anyone? I know a homer pick, but still. That is absolutely not a homer pick, by the way. He, well, he's saying he's and a big I, fan. He, yeah. I, that's what I'm saying. No, it, it might be a homer pick, but I think it's very, oh, very yeah. true. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I yep. agree. I agree. Very true. Deshaun Watson is also another player that has a high ceiling that is could also fall into the Philip Rivers, Matt Stafford, bad organization talk. God, the the Houston Texans. Oh my lord, I've I don't think I've ever seen an organization implode on itself so bad because. They were they load they were loaded with talent. Their upside was incredible and just never re- really got it all together. And now they're, they're imploding. They're literally falling apart at the seams, and and they go into this year with, if I'm not mistaken, they go into this draft without a first or a second round. True. Like they've got they've got to, almost they, they almost have to trade away Deshaun Watson. 
get more draft picks and just start from a new. Just you got the some, but yeah, Deshaun Watson. Oh, absolutely, and I bet you there are a lot of suitors trying to get him on their team. Yep, and and, and it's bad. Deshaun Watson today on Bleach Report, I saw a report that said Deshaun Watson told people stay. He told the fans of the Texas Houston Texans stay home. Don't throw no rally for me. Just, just stay home. Uh, yeah, he, they're going to do a protest for him. That's and that's kind of asinine in itself. No, no. We, 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 uh, let's, 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 yeah, there's there's certain things you can <laughs> get a picket rally yeah. for 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 a player <laughs> like I the, the, because they they did that wrong too when they he had to find out through social media who his new boss yeah. was. Yeah, a lot of problems there. Yeah, your fra- your franchise player has to find out through Twitter. Oh, you know what I'm saying? That he has a, that they picked the, picked a new boss, and not only that, they picked somebody that he didn't recommend. Yeah, yeah, but what, I think what, what made him more mad was that they're keeping the vice president. I think they, he had a bigger issue with the vice president than the incoming general manager. I think that was that's what's really got him burning. Deshaun Watson tweeted this. He said when they traded away um, DeAndre Hopkins, he was at a two. He says right now he yeah. is at a ten. They have managed to piss this dude off five times more than taking away his number one weapon slash freaking um, fellow um, were they teammates? I don't remember if they were teammates. I think they just went to Clemson. Already I don't think they Dabba. were teammates, but either way. They both they both went to Clemson. Dabba. You know, you already yeah. know it. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was man, I was the Clemson that oh my goodness. I was almost like Houston was like my second team because of the Clemson. I don't Clemson know if you realize this, I was like, Deshaun yo. Watson was at Clemson, they won the national championship. They they were co champions oh, well, with Pitt that yeah. year, actually, but uh, Wow. Anybody you, else okay. any cool? Anybody else answer this question? <laughs> Ooh, this, this, oh, boy. Anybody else oh, answer that question? God, you, we, ladies, we can't ladies, relive the glory years of the Pitt Clemson National Co, Co- National Champions, but we can't do that every week. But just want to know if we, all right, choices of the voices. Anybody else? Ladies and gentlemen, welcome. Your first time listening to the little thing we call Sports Bowls Podcast. And this is what he do. This is what we do. Bus chops, raise hell. All right, yeah. moving right along. Yeah, that is Sean Watson. That's a real sensitive subject. All right, Corey Loggerin, he's also with the Foolishness, too. Um, Trevor Lawrence. Wasn't Trevor Lawrence in another Choices of the Voices poll? And he wouldn't even pro yet? Uh, yeah, I think so. So <laughs> I can't. And, and once again, there is nothing wrong well, with this answer. No, he's, he's in the he's NFL. Not, he's he's not. got an agent. He's got an agent. He's declared for the draft. He is in the NFL. He is the number one draft pick. Everybody he's, knows. Bring on the water. He's, he's not in. Bring on the water. <laughs> Give me another good answer, Eddie Cole. <laughs> Give me another good answer. <laughs> that's it. Yep. That's, it. Uh, that, that, that's it. Yeah. That's how you conclude the choices of the voices with the ridiculousness of Trevor Lawrence being the best quarterback in currently in the NFL that has not won a Super Bowl. Thank you very much for all these ridiculous answers. All I right, shout out to Clinton, Paul, Trey Duke, Jana Clem, Uncle Max, Jeff, Craig Burns, Brian, Rodney O'Neill Bellamy. I said the whole man's name, but you get it. Uh, Mike Leno, Rick Bryan, Corey Lagren, and Matt Tracy. I'm sorry, Martin Tracy for their contributions in this week's edition of the Choices 
of the voices. Scotty D, what say you? I'm I'm gonna go with Philip Rivers like a lot of the others did, just because he he had his like I said earlier, he had his career. He had five years wasted out there with North Turner. He had Mike McCoy, who I completely forgot is his head coach for a few years. Uh, so I'm going with Rivers. I'm actually surprised nobody mentioned Matt Ryan because he was another guy that was an MVP and damn near had the Super Bowl one. And um, nobody said Dak Prescott. How about that? Nobody will be live. <laughs> well, see, th- th- this is what happens when you always go to Scotty D first because I was really, I was actually going to mention Dak Prescott. I really was. Do you think that's like? Just, but he's not really. If we, answer, though, really, he really is. Okay. I was going to mention. I was literally going to do the same exact thing you did that nobody mentioned Dak Prescott and Matt Ryan. That that's actually a very big surprise. But um, I I I I've thought about this and ah man, it's, it's tough. Watson, it's tough because it. No, it is not. No, it is actually is not. As much as I want to, it's really I really want to. I really can I can I can I do this set over again and just go ahead and pick? Yeah, I'm I'm actually going to um no 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 I'm gonna fight I'm gonna fight my fandom. What's your answer, fight dude? My fandom. Who is he? <laughs> <laughs> I I gotta go. I, I'll go with the consensus. Philip Rivers, Hall of Fame. He did. Did he ever get no. MVP? He never got MVP. God, he, always, always. A quick question: Just um, has Drew Brees ever gotten MVP? I think he has. I can't. I can't swear by it, but I feel like he he did have it at least one year. Okay, I was just thinking. I was just thinking of quarterbacks in um Hall of Fame quarterback, future Hall of Famers. That are just living in the shadows of your your Tom Brady's. They like at the end of the day when you're when we're twenty years older and we're talking about these glory days like Uncle Max does right now. <laughs> um, <laughs> good help it. <laughs> I'm sorry. Another another unprovoked swipe at Uncle Max. <laughs> He could be laughing all the way to the Super Bowl this year, though, buddy. (laughs) Right, right. Oh, man, Uncle Max, I love you. I'm Green Bay Packer fan to the max. Um, But, yeah, Phillip Rivers is always going to be, like, just he's had a stellar stellar career. He just couldn't get over that hump. I feel like Drew Brees, they've just been in the shadows of now, like, and then now you've seen the tide turn toward your Aaron Rodgers and everything. But Phil Rivers, is just, he's had a great statistical career. He's just, he's been able to, I mean, he's definitely top tier. It's just never, it's just one of those things where he just never got that very elusive prize. I think, it, would it be safe to say that Phil Rivers? I, I, I think there's a definite Rivers? comparison there. Yeah, I, I thought about that earlier. Too. I think there's a definite uh, parallel with them for sure. Because Marino's the same way. He never had a, a good solid running game. But he did have a stability at head coach, which Rivers has not had. And to answer your question, Breeze actually, I guess, did not win the MVP. Peyton Manning hogged five of them up while he was there, so. That, that yep, yeah, that's yeah another name of this the uh, 
under the Balls shadow of that yeah oh man but it's it's not, it's not a bad not a i mean when you Tom Brady, Peyton Manning, Drew Brees, Phil Rivers. We've had a pretty good select bit of quarterbacks during, I would like to say, our era of football. This is this is like our, um, like the, I would say, early nineties to present. That's I, I mm-hmm. feel like that's our era. Maybe yep. I'm okay with yep. it. That sounds okay about right. Um, yeah, man. You know, I'm looking at Phillip Rivers' number right now, um, 421 touchdowns, uh, over 60,000 yards passing. I think I think he's in the top 15 or top 10. That's a lot of yards to be throwing damn football. Um, yeah, the kid from Decatur, Alabama, at 39 years old, with, with 30 kids and 10 pairs of snakeskin boots. I will see. See, I, I, I refrained. I was, I, I thought about it so bad, talking about how many fifty eleven kids he had. I was like, you know what, I'm not gonna do it. But it, yeah, you're <laughs> right. It had to be said. He has a lot yeah. of kids. Yeah, he, he really does. He, he, he got a, he, he got a bunch of kids, and um, get yeah, the, the quarterback knows how to shoot. Let's just say that. Uh, all right, let's go. So, Scotty, who's your pick again? I'm going Philip Rivers too. Be live, you. Consensus. Philip All right, Rivers. fellas, I'm going. I was uh, I was torn between two, but I'm gonna have to go ahead and do it. Matt Ryan. Oh, Ooh. Yeah, Matt Ryan, Matthew Thomas Ryan, also known as Matty Ice from uh, the Boston College University. Another guy with uh, big numbers. I think he slid into the top what ten of uh, passing yards as well too. All time career with over fifty five thousand yards and three hundred forty seven touchdowns. Uh, four Pro Bowls, one MVP, and one of the most epic choke jobs in all of <laughs> Super Bowl history. Um, he's—I don't want to say he suffers from inconsistent coaching because who was this? was it? Mike Smith, Quinn. Yeah, yeah, Dan Quinn and Mike Smith. Um, Jerry Glanville. And, yeah, that was back then. <laughs> uh, possible. Um, yeah, Mike wow. Ryan, he just suffered from a bad, just, just, I don't know if it's bad luck or what. It was just bad. It was just, it's unfortunate that you be an MVP and, and, you know, not win the Super Bowl. That's how you cap off a perfect season. But, I mean, Matt Ryan is pretty much for the most part of his career. He's done everything he could from staying healthy to staying out of trouble to not being a diva. But, um, yeah, just, just can't win the big one. This can't big in the big one. I was gonna say Matt Stafford, but I'm at to lean more towards um, Matt Ryan solely because he got the MVP that year, and um, he's got dealt a bad hand, man, in Atlanta. I mean, the only blessing to come out of that was him having to play with the world's greatest wide receiver, um, Julio Jones. And you thought that would have been the one thing to put him over the top, but uh, apparently not, as he still is at this point in his career, ringless. Hall of Fame, yes. Ringless, no. So uh, you two say Phillip Rivers, and I say Matty Ice, Matt Ryan. Huh. Oh, I forgot. He got 30 comebacks and 38 game-winning drives as well, too. Only played in 10 playoff games. But, uh, yeah, Matt Ryan. All right, fellas, I'm getting sad. <laughs> With that being said, what's the question for next week's Choices of the Voice? All right, we're, we're going to stick on this uh, Super Bowl to- topic here. And next week, I want to kick around with you guys. Of all the teams that you've seen win the Super Bowl, 
which did you feel was the least impressive team overall? Not necessarily the the worst performance in that game, but the team you thought wasn't as good as most other Super Bowl winning teams. Least impressive Super Bowl winners. That's what we're talking next week. Yep the the Super Bowl teams that when you won you was like, eh. Exactly. <laughs> Yeah, on next week's edition of the Choices of the Voices. Fellas, it's time to go home. Around the pepper. You know how we do it. Three topics, rapid fire style, kind of sort of not really here to enlighten, entertain, and just have some good old plain fun. The guy's gonna find some current topics, but as me, uh I guess I'm the resident historian. I'm not as old as Uncle Max. Wow. But but Uncle Max, you know we love you, right? We know you know, we, you, know, you know we love you. If, if, if we need some information, the hell with Wikipedia. We just going to go straight to Uncle Max. You know. Yeah, we just going to yeah. go straight to Uncle Max. All right, so here we go. I'm going first. On this day in history, back in 1903, a new bicycle race was announced. Guess what name of it was, fellas? Anybody got any guesses? Tour de France? Anybody? Ah, ding, 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 ding. Yep, that's it. The Tour de France. Also associated with this state history of the Tour de France in 2003, Lance Armstrong just said, you know what? Yeah, I did it. I took the dope. <laughs> That's on this day in history. Oh, yeah, Tour de France tarnished him too. Over to you, Scotty D. All right, so this is something I probably should have mentioned last week because this happened on January 7th. But on the 7th of January the baseball world said goodbye to Tommy Lasorda at age 93. He was actually older than Uncle Max. Uh, he was, I'm sorry. Tommy Lasorda wow. 93. We're, 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 we're making a dedication to a guy. And we, you, 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 you have to complete the trifecta <laughs> of picking on Uncle Max. <laughs> <laughs> Let me say he was that. He was. Older. Um, he, he was ninety three. Spent his entire, uh, pretty much his entire career with the Dodgers. Uh, he was the manager of the year twice. Uh, won two World Series titles. Uh, he was their coach from seventy three to seventy six, and became the manager in seventy six until nineteen ninety six. Um, this was interesting. Uh, the, the little thing I found on his Wikipedia page, but he was a pitcher actually as a player, and in May of 1955, uh, he made his only start for the Dodgers. He was removed after the first inning, after tying a major league record for three wild pitches in one inning. And he got spiked <laughs> by Wally Moon of the Cardinals when he scored on Lasorda's third wild pitch. He was demoted after the game and never pitched for the Dodgers again. But uh, when you think Dodgers, man, most of my lifetime, Tommy Lasorda is a guy you think of. And uh, kind of fitting that they won the World Series in what was most likely the last baseball game he ever watched. So that was pretty cool. And uh, also just uh, just two weeks ago, I believe it was, Vin Scully's wife passed away. And Vin Scully's, you know, was the voice of the Dodgers for like a thousand years. So a um, little Dodger history there. But uh, rest in peace, Tommy Lasorda. We had a fun ride watching you, buddy. Over to you, B-Live. Man, oh man, one of the greats. 2021, you Touching ain't stuff. acting right. <laughs> right. So, um, so this is a time of the year where um your boy be live. As you know, I'm an avid Clemson football fan. But this is also the time where I transition because I'm watching my I'm watching more Clemson basketball. 
I'm because I one one of our listeners, Paul Odom, talked trash to me because he said that I like Clemson football, but North Carolina basketball. Who does that? Well, I did, sir, because well, growing up, you had two choices: Clemson or South Carolina in football, Duke or North Carolina in basketball. That was just the choices. That's it. Clemson has never had really a storied basketball program in North Carolina Duke, which is a little bit up the road. But here's the thing. I transitioned over. I noticed, and I mentioned this as well in one of my posts, because Clemson just lost some football and, you know, this repeat of 2020. I don't like it. That Clemson basketball was the highest ranked basketball team in the ACC, which is a basketball conference. Strong basketball conference. And Clemson's the best team in it? Yeah, and as soon as I say that, they get demolished by Virginia by 30-some points. I'm like, oh, good Lord. I don't like Virginia. Virginia basketball is so boring because they just drag and it's defense. And I just, oh. I like football defense. I don't like basketball defense. I like this. <laughs> Let's score. Let's go. But, yeah, I, I mentioned it. Clemson falls to 20. It is what it is. And this is, like I said, this is also my transition to college basketball because I really do. I love college basketball. And I want to see how March Madness is and how we get through this whole COVID mess. But, yeah, it is what it is. Eddie Cool. All right. Speaking of college ball. basketball, on this day in history back in 1974, the Notre Dame Fighting Irish, they beat the UCLA Bruins that had everybody on the damn team led by the legendary coach John Wooden in South Bend, Indiana, to end UCLA's record 88-game win streak. Yeah, so, um, yeah, the Fighting Irish, they got it done <laughs> this time. Can't say the same for a few weeks ago. Over to you, Scotty D. All right, so this past Saturday, right before the NFL kicked off, the UFC made its debut on ABC. First time it ever had a, a card on national television. It happened in the middle of the afternoon. And if you were watching, you watched Max Holloway absolutely destroy a guy by the name of Calvin Cater. This was a fight that actually a lot of people picked Cater to win. He even had a 50-42 to 42 scorecard after a five-round fight. It was unbelievable. This guy just got battered and never went down. It was the most one of the – probably the most dominant fight I've ever seen where the guy didn't just, just – took his beating and tried to fight back and didn't didn't go down. I actually thought it should have been stopped in the fourth round. But anyway, it was a little appetizer because this week is the week, boys. We're getting Conor McGregor back in the spotlight. He's taking on Dustin Poirier. That's on pay-per-view on Saturday night. And I hope what, what Dana White said was true and that this is the Conor McGregor who is serious and he's ready to fight and we should see him three times in the cage this year. Uh, Conor McGregor, I don't think he's the best fighter in the world, but he sure is the guy that moves the needle. So welcome back, Conor McGregor. I look forward to watching you on Saturday. Be live. Over to you. All right. I can't wait for that fight, by the way. Um, college basketball is going to bring such joy and excitement to be able to, to announce to the Sports Bros podcast world that for the first time since 2016, I hate them and they hate me, that the Duke Blue Devils are not I knew something was missing. I knew it. I knew something seemed off. Duke is, ha, is not ranked for the first time since mm. 2016, and that brings so much joy to my heart. And 
disdain to Paul Odom's heart. Yes, I said it. And to smooth the Star Walker, JR speaks. Yes, your dookies are not ranked. Um, who else do I want to call out right now? Um, Jose, yeah, Jose, I'm the Irzari. Um, your Blue Devils are not ranked. Um, let's see. Any other Duke fans I know out there? You know, this, this show could go on for quite some time if I called everybody out. But yes, the, the Dukies are um, not ranked for the first time in quite some time. Um, Eddie Cool. Wow, you know what? I knew something seemed <laughs> off my Why are we not talking about Duke and Cosplay? Oh, they stink for the first time in forever. On this day in history, last year, the Kansas City Chiefs, they defeat the Tennessee Titans 35-24 in the AFC title game on their way to the Super Bowl and beat the San Francisco 49ers to win their first Super Bowl in about 5-11 years. It was quite a while. What a game to watch. What a spectacle to watch. We thought Derrick Henry was going to run up and down everybody. Pump them brakes. And what do you know, fellas? Almost a year later, and we're damn near in the same situation. Over to you, Scotty D. All right. You know how some wins just feel sweeter than others? For me, it's like when the Yankees beat the Red Sox or when the Cowboys beat the Eagles or when the Pittsburgh Pirates win just when they beat anybody. Um well, one of those on my list you can add is whenever the Pitt Panthers beat Syracuse in college basketball. And it happened this past Saturday. Uh, guys, we got a guy named Justin Champagne who has been named the ACC Co-Player of the Week. He came back from a knee injury and scored 24 points, 16 boards. The Panthers win by 20 over the Orange. Take that, Jim Beheim. I love watching Pitt. Pitt win these uh, win these games against Syracuse. This is a team I, I mentioned before. The Pitt is improving now with um, a- after the, the the dreadful season two seasons ago. They didn't win an ACC game, and now they're they've already got a couple wins wins posted. So it's nice to have a team be relevant again. I, like the, they're like Clemson, as you mentioned. They're all you know. This is their magic time of year. January basketball for Clemson is awesome. But Pitt at least brushing up against relevancy again with a big win over Syracuse. Keep your eye on Justin Champagne, boys. Over to you, B-Live. You said the man's name is Justin Champagne. Champagne. Yep. (laughs) All right. All right. All right. I just wanted to clarify that. Um, I'm going to switch over to um, pro basketball and um, um, penalty box. Somebody's going in the penalty box. Anybody in the world that still believes <laughs> that the earth is flat? Penalty box, because you are associated with this dummy, sage burning, just off the deep end, Kyrie Irving. What? What? He just said, "I'm. you know what? I'm good. I'm not, just don't feel like showing up to work anymore. In any other job in the world, you just decide not to show up. And all three of us are also restaurant guys, by the way. That's called a no-call, no-show. And usually, depending on the company you work for, whether it be the first one or the second one, the third baby. one, you usually get five rounds for termination. Oh, my goodness. But he just, you know what, I'm just not going to show up. And now he's he's now going to miss his seventh consecutive game because he wanted to hang out with I guess he I think he's also part of the protocol 
um, COVID protocol because he was shown, he was seen to be maskless around somebody I don't really give a two rats tales about, but because I just, man, I'm going to say this, I'm going to say it loud and proud. If Kyrie Irving can somehow come back, he's also listed on the um, injury report as questionable. What injury? (laughs) He got dropped on his head and he's just a dummy? But I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Bring it back. Bring it back. Let's be professional. If Kevin, I'm, I mean, if Kyrie Irving can get it, if he could just find a way to come back to some sense of normalcy in his mind, the Brooklyn Nets just, wow. They somehow managed to recreate that almost, simply re, recreate that Oklahoma City Thunder team that was had James Harden as the sixth man. But now, James Harden, Kevin Durant, Kyrie Irving, holy Jesus. Do we start do we put him in the finals let's, now? Let's see what let's see how this works. Nets out. Lakers. I'm like I'm like yeah. convinced. Yeah. Yeah, let's see how it pans out. Low, yeah. Low, 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 yeah, a little low, 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 low premature. Yeah, we 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 we, we got we got I'll tell you what, they better because they gave up like a dozen years worth of draft picks. Yes, they did. Now, I think they I think they gave up four first rounders. Yes, yeah. and it was a bunch. They gave up four first rounders. Like so yeah, all right, cool. Um Kyrie Irving, get it together. I think B Live, I, I ain't even playing. Better. I think there's something wrong with the dude. I mean that I'm not even saying that like as being funny. Yeah, yeah, I think there's yeah. some serious issues he has upstairs and he does need to get it together. You, you know, man, when when it when it comes to Kyrie Irving, man, I think you have to prioritize. If you, you know, if you want to fight for the social justice movement, hey, go right ahead. No problem with that. If you want to hang out with your friends, just wear a mask. If you want to burn sage and get rid of oogie boogies. Okay, all right, I get it. But you got a guy like Kevin Durant who hasn't played what in almost two years? Or close? He was he's been yeah, he's he's um he got uh, in two thousand nine he got hurt in the in in the playoffs. So yeah, he but he he missed like he missed an entire year. Yeah, it was in the finals from that injury. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. it in the playoffs? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, that's what I say. He got injured in the finals and didn't yeah. play at all last year. And but he looked Phenomenal. even better. He's in trouble. But yeah, like at least like you know what? If he's here playing, I just might want to bring my behind to work and let's work this thing out. You know, team chemistry, make things happen. And then they messed around and got James Harden too, who was you know who's happy. You know, Houston was out. Houston, Houston, Texas, Houston, Texas. Can you please tell us what's going on with your sports teams? Okay. Your 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 Texans want to get rid of everybody for a bucket of chicken, a black and mild single, a loose Newport cigarette, and a cup of chock full of nuts coffee. All right. <laughs> then you got and then you got Houston Rockets. They just can't, I don't know what the hell happened there. The baseball team cheats. And your Houston Astros. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Your baseball team cheats. Right. I wish you had a hockey team so I could say something about them too. Houston, what in the hell, in the fundamental hell, is going on? You can't keep nobody. From what I hear, Houston's a great city, a great place to be. 
you know, home of the chopping screw music, the South Side dancing, North Side, South Side, East Side, West Side. One of the biggest cities in the country, but somehow your sports teams, they just like an ex-girlfriend, they don't want to do right. They just don't want to do right. And you would figure that with all this firepower that the Nets have, they can make some noise. But now nah, Kyrie want to do it. Anyways, that's neither here nor there. Anything else with this whole pepper thing, fellas? Because I was about to go off on a tangent like I did last week. That's a wrap for me. <laughs> I felt it. Yep, I'm good to go. Got my... Got my three out peppers of out of All right, with that being said, that's yes, another sir. episode of the Sports Bowls podcast in the book. Step, sign, seal, deliver, is yours. Scotty D, where can they Facebook find you? Facebook for now, coming to a we account very soon. <laughs> we'll talk about it later. Oh, oh who? What, what are we doing again? I'm, I'm scared. <laughs> Be loud. Where can they find you? Oh, no, no. Um, I, 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 it almost came out because... Yeah, it's all it's a it's a knee jerk response in in, in St. Louis, um, where the guns. I'm okay. <laughs> you can find me most all the time at Max Speed Shop here in Fayetteville, North Carolina. You know the spiel. Hit us up Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, our WordPress um website, Instagram. There you you know where to find us at this point in time. Sports Bros Podcast. Uh, Eddie Cool, the HOC. You know where to find me. I'm all over the world and worldwide. Um, I'll post some links elsewhere. But yeah, you can find me on Facebook. All the Sports Bros platforms listed at below the episode in the description box. You can check us there. Here, there, and everywhere. Uh, this is kind of early in the day. It is 4 o'clock on a Monday. As you know, we'll give it to you Tuesday. Um, be live. You got anything for, to say before we get up out of here? Man, oh man! Um, you, you, you I got, got nothing. nothing. I got nothing. Um, Scotty D, he had to run. I'm pretty sure he ain't got nothing to say either. But um, on behalf of the Money Man Scotty D and the Almighty Be Live, this is the HOC Eddie Cool. And in closing, do something nice for yourself, and if you can, do something nice for someone else. Please be a blessing and not a burden. And as always, don't be an ass. Wear your mask. Another episode of the Sports Bros Podcast. Hey, stick around, y'all. We got some bloopers for you. Rodney Bellamy. Well, he said Fibber Rivers. Well, not Fibber Rivers, but. <laughs> All right. <I'm> <laughs> mm. too, too, too many L's. That, 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 that muddish, muddish. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fellas. Here we go. Three, two, one. I'm not the one